recording now. And we will be so we begin in three, two, one. Oh yeah, I'm supposed to start now, aren't I? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. This show no, right, right. Count me in again. Right. Three, two, one. This show contains spoilers for the talked about subjects. On today's episode of Comics Relaunched, Justice League takes to the silver screen, so does Spidey, stealing the limelight maybe. And we talk about DC as a whole and where it's been, where it's going, what's going to happen, as well as our usual dose of news and random popular culture talking. So here we go for the latest episode of Comics Relaunched and I... Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, he's Aaron. <laughs> and he's Jake. Yes, um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a mad few weeks. Very, very mad. Um, so I think first we should start with apologising for the last episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, that shitstorm. Uh, so, yeah, if you, um, if you follow us on YouTube, then uh, you won't have known anything, or Facebook or Twitter, because I just didn't mention it, um, but... The last episode did go on iTunes, but it's only twi- 25 minutes long, and we don't even get into the news. So uh, maybe go into a tiny bit of it, and then it no, just... I was looking. I was oh, listen- okay. I listened to it to see where it cut, and it was as I was getting really excited about the idea of Pacific Rim crossing with crossing over with Godzilla and King Kong. Yeah, because then I said do it, <laughs> and then all you heard was me saying do it for the next hour and a half. My voice was fine. Oh yeah, crisp. Yours was uh, absolutely on point. And hopefully, my voice sounds a lot better than usual as I have a new mic. Yeah, I would like to say that my it's lovely. I'd like to say my new computer is actually making any difference, but the the equipment's still the same. So you do sound a little bit better. Oh, that's that's a plus. That's a plus. I'll take that. Um, but yeah, it's been a been a mad few weeks for us personally. So that's why there hasn't been a show for a while. Um, or Tales from the Long Box. I quit my job. That was lovely. And uh... I want to quit my job. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so now that I've quit my job, there may be a few more Tales from the Long Box episodes. But I've got we a can few do some movie reviews and stuff as movie well. Movie reviews. Oh, we could try and do some video content. Like, like try and get into video. the yeah, well, store. Well, and... Bri- it's funny oh. you say that. Yes. I have planned for the... Uh, for the um, the uh, sort of late May, early June, uh, for a video special, which will probably end up being about three hours long, with the person I've got that's uh, joining us. And oh, I haven't told Christ. you about this. No, um, <clears throat> I am planning an Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl postseason analysis with uh, my dear friend Callum Riley, who's a who's a. The only person I know that also watches every single show. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, good luck with that one. So we're gonna have, we're gonna have a lot of fun with that. Um, I've been doing a lot of research. Uh, I'm absolutely loving those shows this season. So um, 
I'm not going to talk about them on these on this episode or future episodes until we've done the special because I don't want to spoil anything. So uh, that's fun. Um, yeah, I'd like to do a bit more video content um, and uh, get some things out yeah, like there. Both of us sitting in a comic book store, just yes. sort of bringing out a comic book and saying it's over crap and not knowing what we're talking about. Yeah, we're just going to rip off. Uh, if you're uh, if you're familiar with the area, the where we're from, Cornwall, uh, the uh, we got competition now. Well, I say competition. <laughs> uh, at Basbo Comics uh, in Truro. Great shop. It is a good shop. Um, uh, but our friend Darren and uh, his colleague Will now do Chesterfield Chats on a Wednesday afternoon with the, where they talk about the new new comics of the week. And, you know... We, no, we that, had a great idea of actually <laughs> ripping them off for an yeah. April Fool's joke. But because but, we both went kind of... Oh, Literally. April Fool's was the day everything went wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, look, because everything went kind of like a shitstorm, we didn't have the time. <laughs> no. But, uh, but we yeah. would have liked to have done that. But yeah, so um, should we jump in with some uh, actual popular culture shit? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. So, as always, what we've been watching, what we've been reading, what we've been playing. Uh, now, I'm still playing Horizon. And How I far have you got into it now? I, I, I haven't looked for a while, but I'm probably about 30 hours in. Alright. Still think I've got at least half of the game to go. Well, that's a good thing. Well, seeing as though my main quest recommended level is level 20, and I'm level 30. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you've gone off the beating track a bit. Well, I essentially, I, pl- I do the quest by the levels. So, I wherever it recommends me, I go and do that quest first. So, oh, okay. So that way... It, keeps me going because um, I'm waiting until Persona 5 comes out which is the end of this week but that's uh, I need to wait until I finish my essays for uni really that will probably be or best because Persona just... will just absorb yeah. you so it'll be like what I did for Final Fantasy 15 just finish my essays then bang, bang but it won't be as out. disappointing and it won't be as disappointing because the reviews are incredible mm. I haven't been playing anything else you been playing anything Um, I've been on and off playing in the Gwent beta, finally, after having a key for about three months, <laughs> I decided to play it. Um, again, because Hearthstone's uh, new set will be out, well, I'm betting it's out tomorrow for the United States, Wednesday for everywhere else. Yeah. Um, so I kind of need a bit of filler before that, before the Hearthstone new stuff comes out. Gwent, I would say it's good. Um, you can definitely tell it's a beta. There are quite a few like minor bugs here and there, yeah. like um, game starts and stuff <laughs> like that. Our friend Ben's a little bit too obsessed. With that. <laughs> um, well, the, at least um, at least uh, I've lost my train of thought there. It was a good start. Uh, I, well, I like it, it might be a beta there. and it might have problems, but it's got less problems than Mass Effect Andromeda, and that's out. <laughs> Yeah, apparently they um, outsourced the fa- the uh, the facial map. Oh, it looks so game. bad. I had I watched like a video, like a collection of uh, animations. Yeah, I feel like they were fobbing them up off with that one. Like, oh yeah, it wasn't done in house. Mm. Honest. Mm. Um, other than that, um, I'm looking forward to playing a board game called Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl. Um, essentially, uh, for people who are not in the know for models, models and stuff like that. It is mixed American football with blood and gore and high stakes blood sports. Woo! So it's kind of what you would want from American football, but um, 
you would never get. I just like them. I just like them. There's dwarves. Uh... Oh, Paul, we might have to pause a sec. We're gonna have to pause. <laughs> and we're back in the room. Sorry, my father called me. That's <laughs> all right. I, I might end up having a call at some point as well, so we might have to pause again. So you never know. <laughs> Um, anyway, so yeah, that's so we've done video games. Yes. And Blood Bowl. Yep. Um, so we've been watching anything? Um, I rewatched the original Ghost in the Shell uh, last week in preparation <laughs> of is... the new one. Have you heard this um this thing about Scarlett Johansson blatantly lying? No. So Scarlett Johansson in an interview said that they hadn't whitewashed the character. Right, and then apparently in the film, it actually like her character's actually Japanese. <laughs> oh, so she's just blatantly lied. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, cool. Yeah. But yeah. I, I want to watch it still. I probably will watch it this week. I think I'm just gonna wait until it comes out. On. I've heard. I've heard mixed. I've heard people say it. I've heard shockingly bad. Too. Eh, it's good. Okay. <laughs> so, I think I'm just gonna wait. But I've heard it looks amazing. Yeah. But the actual there's not a lot of sustenance by the sound of it. Well, it's one of those ones which is it's why I rewatched it, The Ghost and Shell, again because of the fact that it's such a complex subject and film hmm. thought that even while watching it, it's. It's hard to understand really what's going on entirely, even after like three or four watches. Yeah. They're going to have to simplify that so much for a two and a half top hour tops film for the masses. Mm. So, never mind. But no, <clears throat> no that's, uh, what have I been watching? Well, I've been watching Arrow Flash and all that. That's been good. Um... I've been watching. I've been watching more sort of stuff that isn't to do with comic books. Yeah, I have. I've been watching a show called This Is Us, which is just a family drama, and it's absolutely brilliant. It makes me cry every single episode. It's deliberately does make you cry every episode. Uh, actually, oh, got the big one. Oh, hang on. What is happening? Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, folks, hang on. If I just... We're having some technical difficulties here. In the fact that the connection has gone slow. You got a little bit. Hang on. Yeah, you went a little bit. You ruined your left then. Um, welcome back to the show. This is going to be a bit weird. It's been a jump of 48 hours for us <laughs> since uh, last last recording attempt. We had some connection issues. Which, for... Now this would be one of those ones of... Uh, people... I know we don't, we don't have anyone emailing. If you can answer the riddle of what on earth I've done with my computer, <laughs> I'll be quite happy to know. I've currently got two adapters plugged in and somehow have made everything I've made everything better. I don't know how, I just have. But anyway. So We were talking about Iron Fist. That is true. And it's been two extra days 
and I still haven't watched any more episodes. Nor have I. <laughs> I have watched Game of Thrones and Ghost and the new Ghost in the Shell film. Fair enough. Um, I'll just wrap up what I want to say about Iron Fist. Go ahead. Uh, so, all the boardroom stuff is really shit. Uh, I couldn't care less about the business side of this and how many times you can see a scene where Ward and Joy are sat in a room going, what are we going to do about Danny? I yeah, don't know how many times you can very, do that scene. Yeah, it's very boring. And the other problem with it being, it's just how much scotch can Ward put down his throat? Mm. Uh, Colleen Wing is the best thing about the show. Oh yeah, hands, hands down, down. The best thing about the show. Uh, those scenes of her in the cage fighting awesome uh danny's fine not really got much of a personality but i i like finn jones he's got something going on it gets uh, better after you get past because you're well, still yeah, in the yeah. with danny randark aren't you? no i'm i'm on, i'm on episode eight. Oh, okay so it it's got a little bit better yeah he kind of gets more bit. personality when the hands turn up properly yeah um uh, obviously Rosario Dawson's character turns up later on and she's always good yep. and uh, the episode 6 directed by RZA is the best episode so far and that's a, like a classic climb the tower kung fu movie fighting different people that was fun um, but overall it's just sort of eh, it's fine it's, it's not as bad as people make it out to be that's kind of how it's been though for the last few Netflix Marvel shows though it's been yeah, they've been so like different. Yeah, they've been so different from the beaten path. Like, eh. mm. can we not? Well, it took me six months to watch Luke Cage. More oh, than that, so. I still haven't even attempted to because it's one of those ones of it just doesn't look for me. Out of all of no. them so far, Iron Fist looked like the one for me, and I am enjoying it. And I'll probably go back and watch Daredevil now. Oh, Daredevil's so good. <laughs> um, Season one of Daredevil was just incredible. But um. Yeah, other than that, I don't really have that much to say on it. Um, I'll come slightly come back to it in a minute when we talk about what we've been reading. But, yeah. Um, uh, Ghost in the Shell then, Aaron. Yeah, I can actually give my review. Uh, I'll, I'll give two. I'll give the uh, TLDR version of it and then an extended one. So the TLDR one, folks, is don't believe all the gripe. It's actually quite good. I've heard a lot of mixed reviews. I've seen nothing but stomping and shaming on the film. Um, from so I of course I um, I'm well aware of the, the essentially the lore and the original content of Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. What they have done is they have simplified the story quite a lot. Of course, they have to. <laughs> but as a bonus, because when even if you sim- even when you simplify the original Ghost in the Shell film or animated film rather, the story is there's not a lot there. So what they've done is they've added in their own bit of story, and a se- and a part of an anime season to kind of bulk it up a bit more and to give more um, character to Major. Mm. So otherwise, she's quite boring. The Okay, let's get the racist card out of the way of, of it all, because it's been like the biggest one of casting Scarlett Johansson as Major. <laughs> I think we I think we'd mention, we'd mention it when we did on my 
when we record. I think I mentioned the thing where she blatantly just lied. Well, she didn't. Because they Did haven't. No, they haven't. If you oh, actually right. paid attention... This is where I don't get where these people go, oh, they just... If you actually pay attention to the film, and this is going to be spoilers a little bit... Well, we're a spoiler show, yeah. so go ahead. Um... <laughs> So you see, of course, the whole thing is you see the construction of Scarlett Johansson, or Major's body, and the brain being put into the head, which mm. is a new part, because it used to be, they put like they found a way of making putting the soul in there, but that's beyond the point. Just makes it, again, like I said, simplifies it a bit more. If you're actually putting a brain in there, you can see it. But as they go through the whole thing of she's finally understanding her identity, because she finds out there's been a massive conspiracy, conspiracy theory to make her into like the ultimate anti-terrorist soldier, you see how she was captured by and killed by the company who make her into, who take her brain into the, and put it into the shell. Mm. And it's an Asian actor who's the original um, Matoko Kusanagi. Right. And it's just the android body just happens it's to Scarlett be Johansson. Johansson, Scarlett Johansson. So it's, yeah, it's just one of those ones of... And you actually, she actually visits her mother... Asian mm. actor, a, a Japanese actor, actress. Can we just ask a broader question about anime for a second? Go for it. If anime is Japanese, yes. Why do none of the characters ever look Japanese? Well, majority. Why do they all just look like tall white American people? Huh? Have you never thought about that? Because it, it's bothered me forever. <laughs> Because they do. You've got to admit, they do. They look like just white people. Yeah, and it's... <laughs> like, you've got some that look Japanese, like Brock from... from. Uh... No, I know what you mean, though. But he, like... even him, he looks more black. It's like art-style kind of... I, I wonder if it's one of those ones of... Again, for the art-styling of, of animes and, and mangas... Again, mm. manga's a black and white forum, so you can't really do olive skin tones and stuff like that. Mm. So you had literally it was black or white. And past that, I'm unsure to be honest. I, I wonder. I, I don't know if it's like a. I don't know. That was going to be like a Western idealism thing, or. Mm. or like it could. It could be something from. Um... Because really, yeah. manga and anime was properly developed in that sort of. Towards the late seventies, yeah, which is. But it could be it could be something to do with the U.S. occupation. You never know. It could be something to do with that. Yeah, kind of, I don't know. Yeah, kind of over the top, like their lives ended up being. It, it's no, it's a weird one. I, I, I'm with you on that one, but no. Anyway, the um, visually, go and this again back to Ghost and Shell. Visually, so I went to see it in 3D, and I don't watch hardly any films in 3D. And it was mainly because, due to timings, the timings on that film were so bad in the cinema. Mm. Like, half past three for one showing, then eight for two, uh, for 2D, and the six o'clock showing for 3D. Yeah, 3D showing's always weird. And it's worth seeing the way it's been produced. Mm. It had, again, it's one of those ones that it had the idea of 3D in mind. Oh, yeah, and that, that. But that, when I saw that, gif that was going around of the the robot from it oh the geisha the, yeah the clockwork geisha yeah thing. 
I was like, because I just thought it was a woman in a mask. No, it's not. When I saw it in the trailer, and then yeah. I saw that gif, and I was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's very, yeah, visually, it's so amazing. It, uh, I, It's one of those ones that I still stand by the fact that it, it'll probably win awards for it. Mm. Even with, even though this is a Star Wars year, I would say, well, it's a Star Wars year. <laughs> Every year is a Star the Wars year, Aaron. next 15 years, it's going to be a Star Wars year. But I would say this one can take it quite happily. Um, mm. It's a very striking film. However, should have had an epilepsy warning. There was a one scene in there which it completely oh, blacks out and there's giant light, um, electro sticks going around and it really hurts your eyes. Mm. Um... I'm trying to think of anything else I can say about it, really. Um... On a filmmaking level, on all right, on an entertainment level, rating. Um, on an entertainment level, I would give it three point seven five out of five. And on a proper filmmaking level. Filmmaking, I would break that down into visuals and acting. Visuals. Four and a half. Acting yes. two. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is about Scarlett Johansson. Weirdly. But every everyone's everyone's obsessed with her, but I I'm yet to have been impressed by her. Weirdly, her wooding acting in this helps. But <laughs> she is supposedly a robot. Yeah, she's <laughs> I follow orders and it's like, yeah, that works. However, Takeshi Hongo appeared as one of the major characters in it. And if you don't know who Takeshi Hongo is, he's a major Japanese actor who's been in the business since the 1970s, I want to say. Yeah. And it's still going. And the major one that uh, English people know him from is Takeshi's Castle. No, is... no, no, that's, that's Takeshi Kitano. Oh, that is uh, Takeshi Kitano. Is yeah. it Takeshi Kitano? I can't remember. Yeah, 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 because he's also in Battle Royale and Zatoichi. I can't remember if it is actually him in this. Or yeah, it is. Takeshi oh, well, let me have a look. I'll have a Google. Yeah, I'm just checking now. Because I can't remember. Yeah, I'm already... Boom. Takeshi Kitano. Yeah, he's uh, Takeshi Kitano. Yeah, it is Takeshi, Takeshi Kitano. Kitano. Why was I thinking of Takeshi Hongo? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, know. but it is him in there. It is I him love him so much. He's oh, me. they make him a badass, because the character before was all about... He's weird. always a badass. Well, no, it's one of those ones. The character in the original kind of source material was just more it was a badass but it's wit and um wit and kind of just like the cold cool tactician mm. they gave him a, a um, six shooter in this one and he's quick draw McGraw with that bad boy oh yeah quick shooting draw McGraw yeah shooting down bad boys like oh this guy's yeah when are we getting a quick draw McGraw comic Aaron <laughs> with all these Hanna-Barbera stuff <laughs> well, yeah where have we got quick draw McGraw We'll come up. We'll come back to that in a minute. Um, oh, so is that, is that so that's that's Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, it beats, you liked it. Yeah, it's one of those ones. It beats the gripe. Yeah, I've not seen it, and I probably won't see it until it comes out. In, no, uh, that's fair enough. It, it's yeah. one of those ones of. It's only an hour forty-seven. Yeah. But you can kind of tell it's it's one of those ones of wait until it comes out because. While the yeah. visuals do again, like Doctor Strange, blend, go blend themselves, uh, aid themselves well to a bigger screen. There were seven of us in this in the screening, and the film's only been out for a week. Ooh. Yeah. Well, at least your film that you wanted to see that came out this week actually came out into your local cinema. That is. 
I wanted to see Free Fire, but it didn't come to a local cinema. Well, the next, my next major one I want to see it, that is not a comic book property is Dark Tower, and that's already Fast been and Furious Eight. Fast and Furious Eight. <laughs> oh, there is one more thing about Ghost in the Shell, and it was a fun little tidbit that I saw that my um my partner didn't. Um, and near the ending of it, you, again, because there's lots of visual billboards you see everywhere. That's mm. like one of the major things. There is a corgi, or actually, I'll be, I'll prefer to say it, Doge, dressed in a suit, given the news. Like the meme? Yes. <gasps> Doge that's, gives that's the news. That's my no- favourite meme. Yeah, Doge <laughs> is given the news in his little suit with his little red tie. I, I saw it and I started laughing. And my, and my girlfriend just looked, looked That is the most... Funny. That is the most 2017 thing to ever happen. <laughs> yeah, she looked at me like, and then after the film, I was like, what were you laughing at? There's a corgi dressed in a suit giving the news. Like, oh, I missed that. Oh, you missed that last bit. <laughs> oh, cool. Anyways, so my moving on to Ghost in the Shell. 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 Ghost in we sort of backtrack a little bit. Because I wasn't ov- being overly impressed by Iron Fist, Yeah. I decided to read Marvel Premiere featuring Iron Fist, issue 15 to 25. Isn't that the first appearance of Iron Fist? First appearance of Iron Fist and his first two-ish story arcs. Yeah. And first oh my God, Wing. First appearance of Curly and Wings in there. Um... And it's also like the birth of the uh, Colleen Wing Misty Knight relationship as well. Oh right, uh, it's so good, especially the first arc, which tells the origin and essentially comes uh, is essentially looks kind of like what they based the TV show on. Uh, it's just fun. It's a lot of fun. But Danny Rand's very different in the seventies to as he is now. They've he was he was very serious. Very yeah, they—it's kind of, kind of. Also, it depends on the writer. Because I mean, if you yeah. read the latest Iron Fist book, yeah, the thing is, is the every writer has him with a very different personality. Mm. Like Bendis and David Walker both have him very comedy, whereas uh, like the original and Ed Brubaker and uh, Matt Fraction and uh, what looks like Ed Brisson's doing, yeah, he's going to have him quite serious again. So. He's a weird one. He's never. He, I don't think he's ever really had a defining run yet Not because really. runs don't last very long. He's got the closest of, we've yeah. got is Matt Fractions. He's got the Doctor Strange syndrome of yeah, a brilliant concept character on his own, but never gets the opportunity to be on his own. No, and I don't, and while from all accounts Jason Aaron's run on Doctor Strange has been good, mm. I don't think it's going to go down as a defining run. It might um, end up being his defining run, so I think it's, like, it's like his longest run he's had. Yeah. Yeah, he's always struggled with Strange for some reason. Um, but yeah, I've been reading that. That was fun. Uh, I read Batman Shaman, which is the first five issues of the 1989 comic of Legends of the Dark Knight. Oh, okay. Which sort of follow on from year one. Yeah, it's a very early story of, of Batman. That's good. That's very good. There's sort of like this weird cult thing going on in Gotham. Ah. And, and uh, it's and it's. I think it's the first appearance of Santa Prisca, which is where Bane's from. Yeah, but yeah. But obviously Bane was, didn't come around for like another five or six years. 
Yeah. But yeah, it was set up for Santa Fresca, which is cool. That was good. But my top notch of, of what I've been reading. Now, Jeff Lemire hasn't had the best of times recently over at Marvel. And he's been showing, well, Old Man Logan was good. Extraordinary X-Men fell down a bit. Uh, but that, but then he did something else that was good, and then something else wasn't very good. Uh, he's all over the place, and now he's quit Marvel. Yeah. Um, from all accounts, is all pretty much all of his indie stuff is smash out, smash out of the park. So I decided I'm going to read one of his indie books, mm-hmm. and I decided to go with the one that's got the least issues, and go <laughs> go with Black Hammer. Oh yeah. Uh, which is uh, Jeff Lemire and Dave Ormston. This book is incredible. It's what Jeff Lemire would do for Marvel and DC if he had no restrictions. So, let's give us a synopsis. Right, so, there's a group of group of ex-superheroes yep. that have been trapped in this small town without their powers and they're trying to find some way out. But the first, seven, first six or seven issues sort of telling their origins as well. So each one, each issue's got a different character, follows one of the different characters, yeah. and it goes back. Now this is where it gets interesting, because these characters are blatant rip-offs. <laughs> and deliberately so. So you have Abraham Slam, who's essentially the Captain America of the group. Yeah. And is pretty much just Captain America. Like, there's even a scene where he's trying to apply for, applies for the war, but gets turned down because he's too skinny. Oh, good grief. But then it's sort of also a bit of like Al Pratt in there from Justice Society, so he gets trained and gets buffed up and stuff. Yeah, uh, he's a boxer as well, so he's also got a bit of wildcat in him. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of them, they sort of got one person that they're heavily inspired by, and then they take bits from everyone else. Uh, then you've got Golden Gale, oh, who is essentially Shazam, but backwards. So instead of when she shouts Shazam or Frazar or whatever it is that she shouts, instead of going into an adult, she's a, she's a, like a late teen that goes into a like a nine year old's body. What? And when she get and when she got trapped in this new world, she got trapped as a nine year old, and she's apparently now like a fifty four year old woman trapped in a nine year old's body. Oh Christ! <laughs> like she still has to go to school and stuff, and it's just this rebellious little bitch. <laughs> it's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And then you have, no, this is my favourite. The Barbalian, whose real name is Mark Marks, oh, and is a Martian, <laughs> but is also gay by the looks of it. That's fun. It's it's just, and then you've got uh, Colonel Weird, who is essentially just Adam Strange, and he's also involved with the equivalent of like the Negative Zone and the Pat and the uh, uh, Phantom Zone stuff. Oh. Then you've got. Um, uh, Talky Walkie, who's like half cyborg, half vision, half. Uh, he's also the co- sort of like a sarcastic robot as well, so he's also got a bit like R2DC3PO style to him as well. And he's fun. And then you've got Mother, Mother Dragonfly, who's like their witchy character, and she's got a bit of Scarlet Witch, a bit of Raven in her. Um. And that's the main core team, but they had a third. They had a final character in the team called oh. Black Hammer, who's the who's the basis of the book, who is just Thor. 
Right. Um, but received his his hammer in a very similar way to Hal Jordan's Green Lantern. All right. <laughs> and then he gets, and then when he finds his hammer, but he died in the process of then coming to this new world. Oh. Um, and he, but they did like his origin in issue seven, and it's like he goes to this place, and they're essentially the new gods. So he's Thor, but he's with the new gods, and there's a Mister Miracle character and a big Barda character. And uh, Odin slash High Father character is also like, and the, like, the big villain is like, called the Anti God, who's essentially a mixture of Dark Side, Anti Monitor, and um, Galactus. Jesus. And then you've all, but the thing that topped this, and I was loving this series, but then in issue seven, there's a Lockjaw equivalent. Really? And it's just a pug. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. But he's got the little thing on his head as well. <laughs> it's so... How they've managed to get away with this. I have no idea. But it's so good. It's just a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, but it's also actually... It's got quite a lot of heart in it as well. Yeah. Um, a lot of the, stu- the stuff that they're dealing with is quite heartfelt. Um, so yeah, they're the, they're the old stuff I've been reading. The older stuff, or well, Black Hammer's currently going. But I just want to give a shout out to uh, DC's Hanna Barbera crossovers. They were bad, except for one of the crossovers. Which one? Which was Booster Gold Flintstones. That one makes no sense. That's just a match made in heaven, and has the quote of the quote of the year. Yeah. Which is, damn it, the dodo keeps eating all my socks. Because because he has a dodo living in his house. Because Booster Gold has a dodo living in his house. Because yeah, he's Booster Gold. Um, but the best thing to come out of these crossovers... Do you remember a few... Uh, probably about two months ago, we talked about the um, Snagglepuss comic that's coming. Yeah, we did. Where he's a gay southern playwright. Yeah. Well... There was sort of a prelude to that in the back of the Suicide Squad Banana Splits crossover. Right. And it's the best comic I've ever read in my life, Aaron. Yeah? It's hilarious. It is so funny. It's so funny. And it's so hard to explain. So I just recommend that everyone goes and reads it. It's written by the guy who writes Flintstones, which is genius in itself. It's a genius book, that. Uh, and I think this is going to be the next bit. This is going to be like, everyone's like, well, what? It's going to be another vision where everyone's like, really? Oh, God, that's still going to be good. And then everyone's like, oh, my God, that's amazing. It's just Snagglepuss is explaining his first play to his dog friend. I've forgotten the dog friend's name. Oh, I know the one you're about, the blue dog. No, not the blue dog. That's Huckleberry Hound. But um, no, there's another dog. Um oh, and he's like, he's like, and I was performing, we were doing the play, and everything went up in flames, and it was just flames, but nobody realised they were fake, and there were flames even, there were just flames, and it was just, oh, it's, and he's really camp, and I just love it. <laughs> now, so good. can we do a shout out for the worst thing I've seen so far this week? Is this the Jetsons back up? Mm-mm. No. Oh, that's something special. <laughs> this, what have you got? So, of course, now it's New Comic Book Day. 
Yes. America number two came up from Marvel. Is this the thing that got posted on Reddit this morning? With it the, is. With the title, this comic is fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Oh, Jesus. So... I read the first issue and I just could, I couldn't, I couldn't finish it. I could not finish it. It's really bad. Why is this a thing? So actually, let's, let's square this right back up to square one. Why is America Chavez a thing? Because this is this goes, but America Chavez goes back to before this whole this whole massive diversity thing. Yeah. Still. But it's like it's like the thing is right, and I just want to bring this up about because this week there's the whole. There's a lot of talk about diversity going on in comics because the Marvel head of sales was like, "Oh, people don't want diversity characters and people don't want female characters. That's bullshit. People don't care about diverse characters or female characters. They can take them or leave them. What we want is good fucking writing. And America and the book America Chavez is not good fucking writing. No, it's so stupid." It's she can punch holes, star-shaped holes, and travel through them. And now she's punching Hitler in the face and making a joke about how ooh, punching Nazis because that was topical. What fucking three months ago? <laughs> However, yes. At the same time, X Men Prime. X-Men Prime. The Primer 4. X-Men Gold. Uh, blue. And X-Men <laughs> well, all of the X-Men titles. Now, I've got some things to say about this. Yes. And I'm quite angry with the way this has gone down. Because I, I quite... I enjoyed X-Men Prime. I didn't think it was brilliant. I enjoyed it. The art was terrible. Because Kitty's eyes were all over the place. Yeah... And she looked like she was but, about 46. Yeah. But the thing that's made me really angry All right. is Inhumans Prime was better. Wow. And and I'm not saying better because one's bad and the other one's bad but still better. Inhumans Prime was good. And the thing that's made me more angry is just before we recorded this, I read Royals Issue 1. And that was really good. <laughs> Now, what X-Men titles coming out this week? X-Men Gold. I haven't read it yet. I'll but I've, I've heard, like, sevens. Okay, well, I'll be picking up Gold anyway. What concerns me is, after I see or saw some solicitations for the next coming months... Uh, Logan. In X-Men Blue. Yeah, I... It's not going to be Logan. Or if it is, it's going to be Logan from the past, and then he's going to go back again. What, uh, yeah, I know. It's one of those ones of... We don't need more Wolverines again. No. Unless it's, it could be Darken. If it's Darken, yes. Happy. Actually, no, I wouldn't be happy, because Darken's dead. Yeah, but... So's... Red Skull. Red Skull. Yeah, he's actually dead. Yeah. <laughs> he, in, the, in today's issue of uh, Captain America he's thrown out of a window by Cap yeah I just died. saw that I just saw that image that. <laughs> that's fine so's Xavier I was like oh good Xavier's brain's gone uh, Johnny Storm incinerated that to keep it away from Cap but he didn't know about Cap yet he just want, didn't want to give it to Cap because Cap was going to give it to S.H.I.E.L.D. he wasn't but that's what he said he was going to do um, yeah 
I just... I just... The thing is, right, is from what I can te- what I can see, the problem is, right, with the X-Men stuff, is it might be that look like they're going in the right direction, but... Yeah. They don't have the talent. Marvel is losing a lot of talent. You have Mark Guggenheim on... On, uh... You have the guy that is the reason Arrow Season 4 and 3 were awful. He also wrote Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. Not the TV show, the really bad comic. Didn't really matter either way, there. Yeah. Um, writing X-Men Gold. You have Cullen Bunn, who's just... Eh. And seems to be the go-to guy when they just need a filler book now. It's just like, oh, I'll get Cullen Bunn on it. He's the new Charles Saul. Right. Yeah, Cullen Bunn's writing X-Men Blue. You do have Greg Pak on Weapon X, so that'll probably be okay. And then the rest are not really that anyone of any note, except Astonishing X-Men, which is Charles Saul. But now they've announced that it's going to have rotating artists for every issue. Oh, I'm not going to lie. And when your flagship book has rotating artists, that's awful. That's not a good idea. It's really not a good See, idea. See, my issue is also with characters, and this is going to be a bit hypocritical, because of Spider-Man... But well, before I say that, why is the X-Mansion in Central Park... Yeah, I know what you mean. Why <laughs> they decide... We're going to put it here. Why? When there's a space at Westchester for it. Yeah. No, we've got to be... We're going to make ourselves bold. Right. So you just ruin everyone else's fun in, in Times Square. Not Times Square, in... Um, Central Park. Central Park. You just ruin everyone's fun. People gonna have a nice day out. We're gonna, you know, take up some sun in the in the greenery, far away from the city. Can't yeah. now. Mutant Mansion. Dickheads. <sighs> Dickheads. It's just right. Characters. Yeah. So again, like I said, this is a bit hypocritical coming from me because of the Spider-Man problem, of uh, the Spider-Man issue. Why do we keep? Why, especially it's Marvel over everybody else. Is this is this about the 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 young X-Men? Well, it's just in general, why do we have to have multiple copies of nearly every single character these days? Have you read Have you read the final issue of All New X-Men? Uh, which version? Issue, issue 90, the new one that came uh, out last no, week. So essentially it turns out that they can't go back. They went back, but there were already versions of them there. So they can't go back. Right. Thanks, Marvel, you dickheads. <laughs> because my issue is not just with the mutants it's with every single one of their characters right now you have two yeah. Captain Americas you have two Thors you have two, two of every two, X-Men two te- well technically you've got like two Captain, Captain Marvel and Ms. Marvel mm. although they're completely different really yeah forget that they're completely different <laughs> you have well three uh, 15 Wolverines Fifteen more. <laughs> How many do you want to count? Two hundred spiders. Yeah. Nine hundred Iron Men. And a thousand Squirrel Girls. And just as many Deadpools. Just me. I'm just making things up now. <laughs> but you just got just. It's like. Yeah. Is we need Marvel. Marvel sound like they're gonna do a big change up with what how they're working. They're gonna have to. Hmm. 
Um, <clears throat> and we'll come back to that later. It's a bit of news that uh, comes into that. Oh, I think I know what you're on about. Yeah. Mm. Is there anything? Is there anything else that you've been reading that you want to bring um, up? Shout out to Red Sonia, the new shout. One. Shout out to the finale of Superman Reborn. Yes. Because that was bloody brilliant. That was amazing. And shout out to Disease Superman, where it's got the best quote of the week, which is Batman doesn't eat pie. <laughs> Uh, so which, uh, if you had to say, which one would you recommend? Uh, if, if someone, let's say someone came in on Reborn, which one would you recommend? Actually, Superman. Superman. Superman, hands down. Right, then Superman I'm picking up. Patrick, uh, Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick Gleason just get the father-son dynamic. Right. So well. Action Comics is great if you want action. If you want better storytelling, Superman. Sound. Sound. And, and Suicide Squad's going to be in the next arc of Action Comics, so you want to add that. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, shout out to Batman because Iron Bane has been a brilliant arc. And shout out, I want to give a shout out to a Marvel book, but I'm struggling. Shout out to the finale of Unworthy Thor. There you go. Gore was right, everyone. Oh, but I, I can't, we, that whisper. That was so good. And we've got a new Thor coming. So there's going to be three Thors to go back to your point. <laughs> yeah. Um,. I just want to be a Ray Bill back to be Thor. That's what I want. Um, or have him yeah, as a Thor of the Galaxy. Yeah, I'm worthy Thor was so good. So good. Ooh, hang on a minute. Yes. What if Odin's son does become a Guardian now? Oh, well, yeah. He is supposed to become a Guardian at some point. Well. We've been told. We've been told by the future of Thor. But then I again, just... the future of Marvel ever meant anything. Uh, anyway that's what we've been reading because I'm bored of talking about that now and I've got some news to talk about yeah if we just do some news rants then we'll just um, and then we'll briefly talk at the end we'll briefly talk about trailers oh yes trailers we'll do that at the end Um, so the Hugo Awards uh, nominations were announced today um, and they always have uh, a comic section uh, but they refer to it as the best graphic story oh. because, you know, no DC books, right. three Marvel books, oh, right. and three image books. Okay. So I'll, uh, uh, I'll start with the image books. Yeah. Now, I already know which one you want to win out of these. So there's Paper Girls by Brian K. Vaughan and Cliff Chang, which yep. by all accounts is very good. That's good, yeah. Um, Saga by Brian K. Vaughan and good. Fiona Staples, which is beloved. Yep. Um, Monstrous, volume yeah, one. Yeah, it wins. Written by Marjorie Liu and art by Sana Takeda. Especially volume one. Yeah. Especially volume one. Because I think the second arc was a bit like, eh. But the first it's arc was slow, It's a slower, but I, I still like it a lot. Yeah, I still like it. But. Um, so, the Marvel books. Yeah, all right. Now, my hopeful winner is in this. Out of the out of the books that have been the six books that have been nominated. Uh Black Panther, Volume One, A Nation Under Our Feet, written by Tana Hassie Coates and okay. Brian Stuffries. So yeah. Ms. Marvel, Volume Five, Super Famous Ugh. by G. Willow Wilson and Takeshi Maizawa. You know, it's playing up to the market, isn't it? Yeah. And um or well, not by the sounds of it. <laughs> 'Cause Sales are bad at Marvel. 
Um, and lastly, The Vision, Volume 1, by Little Work. Uh, oh. Little Work, the man, written by Tom King, illustrated by Gabriel Hernandez-Walter. Oh, okay. That, to be honest, it's between... I think it's probably between Paper Girls and Vision. That's what I'm thinking. Because I'm biased towards Monstrous anyway, because I adore yeah. all of it, but... Vision's so good. Between oh, the two, so I would probably give it to Vision, just because of how much it did. And, yeah, it's something so different. Yeah. Never, never seen anything like that in a superhero book. It was very impressive. Tom King is just nailing it. He's just here. He knows how to write. That's what we need these days. We need the actual... Uh, it's like, that, fir- that first Batman arc was like, oh, okay. And then the, the he then got dragged into a crossover, so it's like, uh But then with the the two Bane arcs, just, ah. Uh, and obviously Omega Man, I've not read it, but it's supposedly brilliant. Omega Man is absolutely incredible. So yeah, that's that. Um, Legion has been renewed for season two. Yes. Which was inevitable, because of how critically got, acclaimed it is. Why have you heard that someone's got interest in it? Who's got interest in it? Patrick Stewart. Oh! He has said oh, yeah. that he's in, he would be intrigued to... Uh, have a guest appearance in Legion season two. Cool. I've only I've only watched the first two episodes. I've Same. got all of them. Re- I've got all recorded on my Sky Planner, and I'm going to binge watch them at some point. I'm so busy at the minute; I just haven't got around to it. Yeah, I've got um, the other six to go as well. So I'm I, but I'm really looking forward to it, especially now. Although I've especially though I've seen a few spoilers that make me very excited. Um, James Gunn has confirmed Guardians three. We kind of Inevitable. Yeah. Uh, now this is the first of several, but it's all out of order. Uh, Injustice Two announcements. Firestorm okay. has joined Injustice Two. Oh, that's cool. And it's the it's Jason Rush, the Black Firestorm. Oh, so the modern um, Firestorm. Yeah. Um, the Venom movie is still happening. <laughs> oh, okay. And is, sure. And is scheduled for October fifth, twenty eighteen, and goes into production very soon. Right. Um, and apparently this is not in the MCU. And apparently after Spider-Man Homecoming 2, neither will Spider-Man. <laughs> Wait, what? They're certainly going to pull him back out again. Apparently wow. they're just going to make a big Spider-Man universe again, like the plan was five years ago before all of this. So, you know. It's one of those ones of, in a way, I feel that could be smart. Yeah. In another way, that could be really dumb. Oh, we'll, we'll come back to Spider-Man later about Spider-Man Homecoming. I've got some, I've got some words about that. Okay. Um, that October fifth, twenty eighteen, was a was the same day as Aquaman, but Aquaman has been pushed back to December twenty first, twenty eighteen. So that's gonna clash with Star Wars probably. Uh, <laughs> if Aquaman was gonna get seen, yeah, ain't no more. Um, Tom King. As we've been talking about Tom King, okay. we'll be writing uh, post the button and uh, the crossover he's doing, and a few issues down after that, we'll write the War of Jokes and Riddles, which is his first Joker story, and that's coming in July, and will be a flashback story of the War of Jokes and Riddles. Which was name dropped in uh, issue eighteen, issue nineteen of Batman. 
See, this is what I like about King. He is one of those ones of it's got Batman on the title, but you don't need to use Batman all the time. Yeah. So it will it will be in the Batman main series, um, and apparently, following that, he will write the first story arc that will deal with the fact that there are three Jokers, which I'd completely forgotten about well, I heard until that. I heard about that. <laughs> That's the one thing from that Rebirth special I was... Oh, it wasn't even in the Rebirth special, that, was it? It was in uh, Justice League. It was in Justice League, yeah. Yeah, that's... That was weird. Um, so, James Gunn, again, confirmed that Sylvester Stallone is in Guardians 2 and is playing a major Marvel character. I so hope Sylvester Stallone is playing that in Warlock. And... What if he's playing Captain <laughs> Marvel? Oh, that'd be amazing. And also has announced that Lex Luthor himself, Michael Rosenbaum from Smallville, is also in the cast. Ooh. I like Michael Rosenbaum. Because he's the only man to have voiced Lex Luthor and The Flash. Well, <laughs> what is this? Hang on, it's right. I've just saw another really, really annoying news story. Right. Marvel's New Warriors... This is this is on my list. This is on my list. Uh, yeah, so a Squirrel Girl-led New Warriors comedy show is coming to Freeform, which is the same channel that uh, Cloak and Dagger is coming to. It's gonna be bad. If you're gonna if you're gonna do a New Warriors TV show, you 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 lead it with Nova. What I like about that, though, is that they've said it's comedy-centric. Yeah, because it's already a bloody joke. (laughs) Yes, uh, it's not not great, is it? Um, Anyway, in slightly better news, uh, there are two Batman one-shots coming, which will be the prelude to this summer's big event, which we'll get to later on. Uh, there we are. Dark Batman, Dark Days. And Scott Snyder will, and James Tinian the Fourth will be writing these, with Jim Lee on art, Adam Kubert on art, and Sean Romita Jr. on art. So Ooh. that should be fun. Uh, Injustice Two adds Cheetah to the roster. So Wonder Woman's finally got a villain in there. <laughs> yep. Uh, Michael Pena will return in Ant-Man and the Wasp, which I'm very looking forward That's to. Cool. He was the best character. Yeah. In uh, um, well, I don't know why. Jeremy Renner's going to be doing something <clears throat> as well. Uh, that's been debunked. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, good, good. I don't know why I posted this on the Twitter, but I did. Uh, Lena Luthor is sticking around in Supergirl and has been promoted to a series regular for season three. Oh. She has okay. been very good. She has been very good on this series, and the fact that Supergirl showed me the uh, Lex's power suit, I'm just, I'm still hard over that. <laughs> that was amazing. So now this is an interesting one. Uh, I think uh, a couple episodes ago we talked about that David Harbour had screen test for um, Cable. Yes. Well, apparently, he's no longer the front runner. And Michael Shannon is the front runner for for Cable, huh. and I'm weirdly okay with that. 
I like the idea that they are doing an older cable. Yeah, I got nothing against that really. No, he's a good actor. He's yeah. a bloody good actor. Um, Katie Cassidy rejoins Arrow as a season six regular as Black Siren, the evil Earth Two version of Black Canary. So that's fun. Um, Telltale's Guardians of the Galaxy game is coming April 18th and looks like it could be quite a lot of fun. I was thinking about picking it up, yeah. I'm going to get it, so we'll probably talk about that next time. Yeah. Or maybe two times. Uh, Gary Barlow has a Star Wars The Last Jedi cameo. Right. <laughs> Weird, isn't it? Okay. It's just it's just odd. <laughs> but he broke the rules. Did he know? Yeah, you don't tell people that you've got a cameo oh, in yeah, Star Wars course, until yeah. after you've after the films come out. And even then, you gotta be coy about it. Daniel Craig still hasn't confirmed if that's him or not in <laughs> in uh, Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, so Future Quest is coming to an end uh, right. issue 12 however it's being replaced by Future Quest Presents right I always I always like it when we get a comic that's something something presents and just, it's just like one shots of an anthology series of just one shots it reminds me of the 70s even though I wasn't alive <laughs> Yeah, um, it makes sense for Future Quest to be a present book rather yeah. than its own. Thing. I'm going to save that for last. Uh, Bane, Scarecrow, and Captain Cold have all joined Injustice Two. That's kind of cool. That's cool. I'm so hyped that Captain Cold is in Injustice Two, and uh, that's that's joined um, uh, Thingamajig. Uh, Grod, and there was a little trailer that's it's good to be bad. That was fun. I like, I like Grod. Can we quickly talk about one minor thing on a on a um, Shia new film? Man oh, Man. the fact that his new film sold one ticket in the no, UK. No, no, no. Receives a, it's bought, it's jumped by two hundred percent. Cinema manager. So it's done. So it's done three tickets. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So he's he's the pulling out the big bucks. No, bringing the film's final theatrical haul in the UK to $26. Wow. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a real, a real uh, shit show, that. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so Doom Patrol is going on a bit of a break. It's had delay problems already. Yeah. And is uh, after issue six comes out, which is supposedly this month, it's not another issue's not going to come out until July, and it's going to oh, go right. on a proper break. Uh, and with issue seven returning in July, for a moment people thought it was cancelled. Um, but then Jared Way came out and was like, "No, no, it's not cancelled. Uh, new issues coming in issue, in July." Which is brilliant, because at the le- end of the last issue, fucking Crazy Jane turned up. And she is the best. She is the best. Um, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe again. 
Right. Marvel posted on their Twitter a pic, or Axel Alonso posted on his Twitter a picture that said Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe again. So that's happening. Uh, I, I can't. I can't just. Yeah, it's feel anything. Doesn't. That. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So they still haven't found a director for the new Flash movie. Right. How long has this been going on for now? Uh, a year. <laughs> uh, but now apparently they want Jordan Peele, who directed the very successful Get Out horror movie that came out a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't... I don't know. <laughs> I'm starting to think that this film's never going to happen. Yeah, I think it's just going to um, push back and back until um, eventually just goes, no, we're all right. I'm actually going to... I'm actually... I have a theory, which I've stolen, which is... <laughs> which is... Uh, is is I, what I think the route the DC movie is going down. So we'll get to that in a minute when we talk about the Justy trailer. Um, there's not a lot more news. Um, Big Bang Theory's Melissa Rorsch yeah. is voicing Harley Quinn in the Bruce Tim Batman Harley Quinn an animated film. Now let me... T- if you're doing a Bruce Tim animated movie, why the fuck is it not the original voice cast of the animated series? Yeah, I don't, I don't think it. I don't think it's Kevin Conroy voicing Batman either. What? That, that's ridiculous. Which I'll be very angry about. It just—it's not going to seem right. No. And why couldn't they get Tara Strong? Like, well, Tara Strong didn't voice her in the animated series, but she voiced her in Arkham. But she can pretty much do the same as Arlene Sorkin. Like, why why not get Tara Strong? Or Ar- Arlene Sorkin's still alive, for God's sake. She probably doesn't want to do the voice anymore, but, you know. <laughs> and why Big Bang? <sighs> I just... The animated series, Aaron. It's so good. <laughs> True, but I th- it's one of those ones now with the Bruce Timm stuff. It's just now it's kind of the expanded universe of it. So... Yeah. Uh, Marvel Heroes is coming to PS4 and Xbox One. And even though I've got it on my laptop, it probably means I'll finally play it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Defenders will drop on Netflix on August 18th. Right. That's that. Uh, Now, Marvel are currently saying there are going to be no more big events for at least 18 months after Secret Empire. What do they classify as big? Uh, line-wide. Uh, yeah, so I can see it happening. Secret Empire, IVX, uh, Civil War. They better. <laughs> they better stay to their word. Yeah, I can see it happening, <laughs> but there's still going to be events just based around the X-Men yeah. and the Inhumans. Yeah, well, during... During Bloody Secret Empire, we got this Venomverse event, which apparently sounds like it's just going to be Spider-Verse, but with a hundred different Venoms. Yeah. It could be fun. Um, Now, probably the biggest news... Oh, no. uh, Now, before we jump into the big news, now I've got a fun bit of news for your ear. Arrow Stephen Amell 
yeah. is co- will compete on a celebrity edition of American Ninja Warrior. Ooh. So Green Arrow is going to take on the American Let's Ninja Warrior. Let's see how Warrior. buff he is. Um, Howard Porter's done a variant for Flash issue 22, and uh, Jay Garrick's on it, and I'm very excited. Oh, yeah, because it's the other, other Flash. Yeah, so I'm very excited. Unless it's Rival. It might be Rival, actually. It's mm. black, black and grey. Uh, I don't know. Um, but the big news, the two big pieces of news, two new comic book movies have been announced in the last few weeks. The first, well, the first was being the one I'm going to talk about second. But Robert Kirkman's Invincible is coming to the big screen. Right. It's about time. I've wondered why this has, like, how it's taken this long. Funding more likely. For them, probably. But, and I, I've not read Invincible. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Oh yeah, it's highly celebrated. But I'm super excited for this movie. And that's because it's going to be produced and directed by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Yeah. And that's amazing. And I just... I, that's just amazing. But bigger than that, DC have made a big play. And right. Joss Whedon is directing a Batgirl movie. Uh... Now... Yeah. Now, I'm not that excited. However, this could mean big things for DC movies. So, Matt Reeves' Batman film, Nightwing's been announced, and now Batgirl's been announced. And you know how I said Flash probably ain't going to happen now? Mm. So, I'm now thinking, the Flash movie ain't going to happen. Cyborg ain't going to happen. And I've kind of stolen this from Mark Bernardin. But I did have sort of my ideas that these films weren't going to come out. Greenland film, not going to happen. And it's essentially, they're just going to be Batman films. Batman all the time, yeah. It's just going to be big Bat family films. And it wouldn't be such a bad idea. No, it wouldn't be such a bad idea for most of them. Because you can guarantee you're going to make money if it's Batgirl, if it's Batman. Mm. well it seems to be you can guarantee to make money if it's a superhero movie but because <laughs> Suicide Squad still did it but so yeah was, yeah I mean let's face it I mean with Green Lanterns not being going to be the most the latest thing being set up it just if he if, we don't know if he appears or not in Justice League but it's not looking like it Right, it's let's just sort of segue scene. this into into the Justice League trailer. Because yeah. now Superman's missing from the trailer. Which I didn't actually pick up on the first time I watched it. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. This is cool. Oh, wait. There's no Superman. <laughs> well, that makes sense because they've... they've... Yeah. We're still thinking that the whole Superman is alive is a big reveal when. Yeah, it'll be it'll be the fight. It'll be the end of the film probably. Yeah. Or towards the or the end of the second act. Yeah, second act. Uh, now the trailer. I don't think the trailer was anything special, but it was cool. It had some good moments in it, for definite. 
Aquaman stole the trailer. Yeah. With all his action pieces. Him riding along the Batmobile, jumping off of it, and piling into a group of parademons is arguably the coolest thing I've ever seen on screen. Mm, sure. But Wonder Woman still can't act. Yeah. And Ezra Miller's still playing Barry Allen. And Cyborg and just looks so... Cyborg terrible. is Cyborg. And Bruce Wayne's talking like Tony Stark. Which it's, I don't like. It's not looking great. And there's a load of slow motion, and I hate slow motion. But that's Zack Snyder. I just... He's never. It's it's like the issue you have with it with every, well, it's the Michael Bay syndrome. Yeah. That lens flare, you're just gonna have slow motion all the time. I, I feel like, I think this is gonna be better than Batman v Superman. Can't get much worse. But I don't. I th- I think this film's gonna be fine. I don't think it's gonna be great, but I don't think it's gonna be god awful. I think it's just. I think it's going to be a seven. Which, when I hear the words Justice League, with probably a four hundred million, four hundred million dollar budget, You're I'd expect. More. I expect big stuff. Yeah, I'm but on that one. like, I've been beaten, and beat. I'm being flogged like a dead, dead horse now with the DC. Oh news. yeah, it's just <laughs> they've tried so hard. It's. And it's always, oh, it's the next best thing. It's like, oh, just, just stop it. It's, when you're doing so well, I don't know how many times we have to say this, but I'm going to say it every time. When you're doing so well with the TV, how can you do so badly with the films? Like, I, I know they're two completely different mediums, but, like, they're killing it on TV. They're absolutely killing it. Every show is brilliant. All four of them are brilliant. I don't count Gotham. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just every. It's just they're doing Black Flash, Aaron. <laughs> I know. Black Flash, and he's chasing after Aobar Thorn. I see that on a weekly basis. <laughs> it's amazing, and I just and there's there's the JSA, and there's there's uh, Abracadabra was in it this week. And Savitar, now, and Killer Frost. Uh, oh, it's just as we're on and, trailers. Oh, yeah. And a bit of a segue for the last thing before we head off. Yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, the latest Spider-Man one. Fuck off. I'm really annoyed with it. <sighs> it's Iron Man Four. Yeah, it really is. And do you know what I read today? Go on. Apparently, Spider-Man's going to have a Jarvis-like AI in his suit. I'm really glad that he gets rid of it halfway through the film. Mm. One, who's that Asian kid? Mm. Is that Ganky? Is that supposed to be Ganky? Maybe. Because that's not Peter's friend. Who is he in love with? Did he say Liz in the trailer? I think he says Liz. Right. So I think the love interest is Liz Allen, who doesn't look to be played by Zendaya. Like everyone thought was, and then I was playing Mary Jane, and she was the love interest. That doesn't seem to be the case. Um, plus, there's a the only thing I liked about the trailer was Michael Keaton's vulture. Yeah, I really liked that. 
And just the fact that Shocker's in it, because, you know, we love Shocker. It was the fact that, like, when you see the setup of the whole Spidey trying to hold together two pieces of the ferry, from, oh. the, from, the, from the first um, trailer, it's like, oh, this looks really cool. It's kind of like, you know, the classic Tobey Maguire Spider-Man-style look. Yeah, it looks it, like that's exactly what they're trying to replicate. Yeah. They're trying to replicate, just... trying to replicate that arguably, no, on hands down, my favourite scene in any superhero movie, the train sequence from Spider-Man 2, yeah. when he gets passed through the train and they're like, we won't tell. Spider-Man is Spider-Man. That's not just what something. What irritated me though when they actually gave you the rest of the pan shot of, yeah, here, are, like, here are the Iron Man suits. Oh, Iron Man turns up and saves the day. And then takes away the suit because... And the, and the the line, oh, if you're no one without the suit, then you if you don't deserve the suit. What are oh! you, Stark? What are you? <laughs> without your suit, you are legitimately nothing. You have the worst thing powers. is, the worst thing is that this film is going to be good. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be. It will be. It will be. It's Marvel. And no matter how much we shit on them, the films are good. They are. They're good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're good if films. Anything, if anything, it's going to be Michael Keaton's going to carry it home. Yeah, he carries most films he's in home. <laughs> as long as they don't kill him, we'll be alright. Oh, they will. Oh, don't. Yeah, they will. They will. I just... It's just, like... You say that Spider-Man's coming into the MCU. I'm like, oh, cool, finally. And he turns off in Civil War, and you're like, oh, he's so cool. And then none of that coolness is in that trailer. No. The only cool thing, actually, about Spider-Man in that trailer was in the last trailer, and that's the fact that he's got the webs under his armpits. Yeah, <laughs> for gliding and stuff. That looks really gliding. Cool. And what's with the spider coming off his chest and flying around like a drone? Yeah, what's that all about? People are assuming that's the uh, an incarnation of the Spider-Tracer. It's not right. <laughs> yeah. I just, oh, just why? Why can't, why? <laughs> I hate Marvel. <laughs> I don't yeah. hate Marvel. I don't hate Marvel. I hate what Marvel has become. They are I'm, quite bloated now. I miss my old Marvel. I miss early 2000s, mid 2000s Marvel. When it was so good. You never know, it might, it might eventually get back. Hopefully, with this new, the new direction they're going, they're going to take it back, pull a rebirth, and put everything back where it should be. Yeah. I don't mind having Kamala Khan around, keep her around if you must. But, just give me what I want. <laughs> it works. Look at DC's sales. Yeah, exactly. 14, number 14 in last month's highest selling books was the first Marvel Universe book, which was Amazing Spider-Man, which is always going to sell, no yeah. matter what. So, Marvel, obviously something's wrong. <laughs> DC are killing it. That's all I can say. Like I've said at the end of every single show for the last year. And we'll be saying the same at the end of this one. But anyway, mm. thank you for listening to this kind of weird mismatch of uh, two separate days of opinions, but it worked in the end. We're all happy. Yeah, boys. And we'll be back again. Before we go, 
Yes. Always remember the rigmarole. Follow us on Twitter, Comic Relaunched. Follow us on Facebook. Send us messages. Send us messages. I need topics to talk about because I'm not smart enough to think of them myself. Send them to me on Twitter or YouTube comments or Facebook posts or email me at jcarcher16 at gmail.com. Simple as that. Send me stuff. I need um, ideas. <laughs> well, you've heard it, folks. We need more ideas. So, and if we can help, if you can help us, then we can help you give it more good content out there. So, hit us up on those places, and you'll hear from us next time. So, thank you all for listening. And this is definitely over uh, the half hour from last time. So, fantastic. We'll see you next time. <laughs>